Time to come up with a proper intro, so y'all gonna have to fucking deal with this country shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Pretty and Bored Podcast. Grab your cousins and your Marlboro lights and your PBR. Let's get on with it. <laughs> y'all right? Okay, cut. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Pretty and Bored Podcast. I'm Janet. I am here with Genevieve. Hey, everybody. And John, aka Pretty and Bored. It's me. I'm still here. <laughs> Today, we are going to talk about Instagram um, and how it's changed over the years and what people are doing with it now and how we've used it. So, I guess to get started, when did you guys first get on Instagram? 2009. I remember it so vividly because this Mormon <laughs> girl was the first one to get it. And she already had, like, a whole grid and, like, layout put together, and it was so cool. And then I got my first account. I think my name was literally, like, John Franklin or something like that. Like, it was so new that... That's his real name for those of you that don't know. Yeah, my real name isn't pretty and bored. Oh, that beeping is John's roommate Natalie's making a corn dog happen (laughs) right now. Babe, your corn dog's ready. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, wait, yeah, no, I remember starting because it was like the new thing at my high school and there wasn't really anything like that before and I just gotten an iPhone. Um, So I was a little late to the game because everyone else had iPhones, like my rich Mormon friend had it first, iPhone, Instagram, and then when I got an iPhone, like more people at my high school was like starting to pick up. But it was more of like a photo editing tool that we would use to post on Facebook because Facebook was like the first cool social media. For me. MySpace, hello. Oh, wait. I oh, yeah, okay, but MySpace is like in eighth grade when I, like everyone was like seen. Okay. No shame. Okay, yeah, I have a hilarious story so about cool. this I just thought of. My friend Nicole, when we first got um, Instagram, we ha- everyone downloaded it, but we thought also it was the same thing. It was a photo editing tool, not something that was a social media platform. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like the other apps where you could just throw filters on. Mm-hmm. My friend Nicole thought the same thing. And one day I woke up and she had like three followers. It was like me, my husband at the time, and like <laughs> another one of our friends. I divorced him, don't worry guys. Was it like a whole pick? <laughs> Pretty much. So, wait. so she, I wake up one morning at like 9 a.m. All of us had been like blacked out drinking the night before. This is like probably like 2009 or 10. Um, I wake up in the morning and I check Instagram and it was like right when I just started using it actually for social media. I maybe had like eight photos and like 10 friends on it. Nicole is one of them. I wake up in the morning and I just see this like really sexual, well-edited photo of my friend Nicole and it's a selfie with one of her tits hanging out. <laughs> like she has the other one, like her hand across her chest. So one is like being propped up. So it's like really like gorgeous, like good she teardrop was to a hot tit. Guy for sure. She was taking a photo, editing it, and then she was going to send it to her long distance boyfriend, but she didn't realize she had posted two of them actually. One was oh like her back, God. and Nicole's gorgeous. So it was like, thank God, it was like a it sexual, a like good, a sexy photo. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I wake, I wake up and I see it, and then my husband goes, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God, Nicole. I go, I know, I know. He goes, Nicole's tits are on Instagram. I was like, I know, I know. I'm trying to get a hold of her. Do not look at it. I'm like, stop looking at it. So I had to call her like 45 times. Nicole sleeps in forever. Finally, she answered, and I was like, she's like, what? And she was, like, annoyed that I called her so much and woken her up. I was like, your tits are on the internet. (laughs) She's like, what? She started crying, and then Instagram was, like, going through, like, a software update or something, so she couldn't take it off for, like, four hours. She was like, but I was like, luckily, the only people who follow you were, like, me and my husband, and, like, the only thing now that's going to happen is my husband's definitely going to be, like, staring at your chest the next time you come over because you have really nice tits. Did Nicole, like, change her name? She, like, grew up to be, like, Nicole Richie or something. (laughs) I know, right? And that girl was Nicole Richie. 
Just yeah, kidding. Know, Wait, that's iconic. What, imagine if it was like literally like a hole pic. Like, right? Hey, so, followers. Here's my hole. <laughs> no, it was just one tit. It was tasteful. It was like a tastefully edited, you know. That sounds hot. Yeah, I've never had like, I've never put a photo like that on. I've never had an instance where I accidentally posted a photo of myself naked or doing something like that Ooh. bad. I mean, recently, like, so maybe bad. there's, like, some contraband in the background or someone's, like, talking, but, like, I've never had a, a slip-up of that horrible. I'm pretty, like, anxious when it comes to that. Yeah. Like, I watch a video or picture before what I post it. about your stories in the morning after you drink? You think you're, like... Well, I, like, look at them <laughs> over and like, like, That's not accidental. It's yeah, purposeful. Yeah, like, in the moment, I know what I'm posting, but I've never been, like, oh, my God, like, I'm so fucked for that. So, knock on wood. Our yeah. friend um, Cam, did you see Cam's tweet? Camakid, shout out on Twitter. She's awesome. Um, she posted something that was, like, I totally just pocket tweeted a picture of, like, me and my friend's kid, but that 100% could have been my tits. So, oh, yeah, like, totally. thank God. Yeah, that I, my phone picked like the child picture and not I a picture that. of my tits. It's like that Car Kim Kardashian tweet. Where she's like, "Oh my God, North was playing with my phone and she posted this, ha 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 ha," <laughs> and it's her with her tits out. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, Kim." <laughs> so okay, so back to that though. Back in the day, you could basically say or do whatever you wanted to do on Twitter and Instagram, and like no one would really check you. At least my experience, like in high school, like I remember we would all just tell each each other to kill ourselves or kill the yeah kill each other like I we would say kill yourself to like each other and like it was funny and like no one would really care about it and like yeah we were high schoolers and stupid so if we were grown adults I'm sure it'd been a little bit different but I just remember growing up and my timeline would just be like littered with things if if, if I read my timeline from 2009 now it would like it would be an explosion like not my tweets personally even though I'm sure I had some pretty bad ones but Growing up, you could say basically whatever you want, and now we're in this culture where you can't, no, which is awesome, you know, not. but the thing is that's happening is that people are getting canceled for stuff that they've said back in 2009 when everyone was talking like that, and, like, not everyone was smart enough to mm -hmm. delete their posts. Also, people, like, got really sensitive, I feel like, over time. Maybe just, like, they want to pull that card and be like, well, you can't do this. Like, you're just can't do that you know and it's like well you just need to grow up a little bit like, I agree but also everything everybody takes everything extremely personal which maybe every, everyone does that I'm sure I've done it before too but it's like we need to grow up and be like okay this person doesn't even know me 100%. and or like their opinion does not matter although there was a time when I was fighting with this girl I'm not gonna oh, name God. her but I had been friends with her all through high school but for whatever reason like we were fighting on Twitter and my Twitter was a big deal when I was in high school because I was I just would tweet like I do now, like psycho stupid stuff that yeah. no one else was really tweeting. And I changed my display name to Chicken Nugget and any, everyone else had their first and last name. Like I just, I was a trailblazer for having like a dumb Twitter account. <laughs> so everyone was waiting and watching for my tweets, even back in high school, making fun of me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So this girl, Taylor and I, I just named her name. <laughs> Taylor, if you're we'll out there, <laughs> love you. No, it's fine. <laughs> we just started following each other on Instagram again recently, which is interesting. I always like the girl. She's until, like, she knew you were going to talk shit about her yeah, in the podcast. She's yeah. like, i got to keep an eye on this guy. Her senses were tingling. <laughs> well, anyways, we got into a fight, and it was a fight. It wasn't a bullying thing. It wasn't whatever. But I had made a photo of her. I took a photo, and she had her mouth wide open, like, being stupid from prom. And I wrote all of these, like, nasty things on it. Like, I'm a whore. I'm a bitch. Like, just stuff that was not appropriate. Before and meme time. For, like, a 16-year-old to be writing, like, it just wasn't appropriate. It was funny, and I obviously won the battle because of this, but she told on me. And I had to go talk to a police officer. Oh my god. Got in trouble for cyberbullying. 
and I had to go to a cyberbullying retreat. I got uh, retreat. a suspension from school for one day to go to the district headquarters to have this cyberbullying meeting. And I was like, oh, fuck, this can be so embarrassing. Like, I'm going to see people from other high schools who got in trouble for cyberbullying, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I show up to this building. It's like 8 o'clock, and no one's there. I'm like, okay, well, I don't even know. My mom had dropped me off, obviously. <laughs> And this woman comes up, and funny enough, she had been my grief counselor for a year of um, high school after my dad passed. We were forced to do this grief counseling. So, hi, grief counselor. She's like, I'm, hi, I see you've overcome your grief. <laughs> and you're on to others. I've moved past Sending my Sending me new patients. Literally, now I'm on to rage mode. <laughs> so, for six hours, I sat in a room with her and had to go over this cyberbullying thing. Like, reading these examples, like, Ken called Lisa a bitch on the internet. Is that cyberbullying? And I'd look at her like... Okay, like, do we really need to be here right now? Like, I'm just a dumb kid. Like, we were in a fight. I wasn't bullying anyone. We had to watch this movie called Bully. We were both crying during the movie. It was just, it was so, oh my god, it was so triggering. It's so Was different. this when you were gay or straight? I want to know, like, the type of person you were in high school. Funny were you, enough. Like, a straight, no, no, like, no, bully? Like, people, or were you a gay bully? There's a difference. No, I wasn't a bully, one, two, but I, like, lived a really fun high school life because I was obviously me, but I was closeted, but I was on the cross-country team, so I had, like, great cross-country friends, like, wholesome, really fun. Like, I didn't drink or party until senior year when I became friends with, like, the cool kids. So I was living, like, a really cool life where I was in between, but on both sides, there were people like, you're gay, blah, 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 blah. Which is just fucked up because they're fucking rude. And I was still in the closet at this point, but ironically enough, um, I had hooked up with this guy who was also in the closet, like, a little bit after high school had ended, and he told all of, like, the cool kids that we had hooked up... So I came out on Twitter because they were coming for me on Twitter. So I that's love how I, that. Yeah. Do you have your coming out tweet still? No, it was from my old Twitter account, oh. which was deleted, unfortunately. But I said something like, yeah, like, it's true. Like, um, I'm bi. And if you have a problem with that, like, I'm sorry. Like, I apologize. It was just, it was kind of a pathetic tweet, but also, like, a really great moment for me. You would come out on Twitter. Well, I had to because everyone was coming for me. Like, everyone was like, oh, what did you do last night, John Franklin? Blah, blah, blah. Like, brutal. And my sister's wow, the one that God. showed me the tweet. Yeah, it was just fucked up. So Twitter has been, like, a really... I can't imagine place. I mean, having Twitter in Damn. high school. I graduated high school in 2007. I'm older than you guys. I'm uh -huh. old hag. Um, but Hi. I didn't have, like, Instagram, I didn't start using until actually right after I graduated college in, like, 2011. Yeah, see, that's... So I didn't have... Like, I had Twitter wow. in college. My Twitter in college was mostly me being, like, going to this bar, like, or going here for lunch if you want to meet me. Because yeah, I be, like, Facebook updates. Yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. like, go, just going out to all of my friends who I wanted to know, or I wanted, yeah, to know where I was, what, was what I was doing. What was going on, like, a LinkedIn thing. No, yeah. mine was, like, a journal. It's always been a journal. journal. I've always been such an open book because I think it's, <sighs> it's fun for me to, like... I've always loved to express myself and it was just a great way to like, you know, type a little blurb or something and funny. And I started making like internet friends from across the country, like who I still talk to to this day, like literally like six, seven years later. What's the meanest thing anybody has ever said to you on the internet or the most hurtful? Has anything ever made you cry or like really no, get a reaction? I have, I've always, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's just growing up the parents that I had, but I've always had such a really strong sense of myself. So it's taken a really, really lot uh, to hear from people to like get under my skin uh, nothing from the internet because I, I've always understood that the internet's not a real place it's mm -hmm. just not the things you say are really hurtful but I'm not I don't take offense from what people tell me like yeah. be hiding behind a computer screen mm -hmm. one yeah. two the most hurtful I would say is people bullying me for hooking up with a guy definitely because that's not how I wanted to come out like then I had to come out to my mom and like my family you know like my sister had already kind of knew n noon had kind of, she had kind of known. Known. She had kind of known, but like yeah. that was hurtful because it was like that. That's my story to tell, and 
You didn't want to have to release it to Twitter. No, God. I mean, I that's I didn't terrible. mind doing it that way, That, but that hurt me. But that that's, I mean... It made you stronger. Look at you now. You're not afraid to tweet anything. No, I mean, I wasn't back then, but it's like, that. yeah. What if, has anyone said anything really hurtful to you guys? Um, not necessarily hurtful. I thought it was kind of funny, but also was like paranoid afterwards. Um, someone, uh, I'm fr we're friends with Ariana Maddox, who's on Vanderpump Rules, and Ariana posted a photo of... Raquel, who's James's girlfriend, Ariana, and I at Coachella, and someone said, commented, who's that bitch on the right, which was me, and goes, she looks like if Stassi and Jax had a baby. Oh, God. And I was like, okay, Stassi's pretty, like, that's not a bad compliment. Jax, though, is, like, not an attractive man. Oh, fuck. So, like, I don't want to look like this, like, man, you know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. okay, I don't like that. Yeah. So it just, well, that's... it didn't make me sad. I laughed at it, but then later I was, like, looking in the mirror, like, do I have a big jaw or something? Or well, like, that's the thing, like, like when someone, someone can say something little to really get under your skin, and, like, those are things that, like, even growing up, like, those little comments, they do dig at you, you know? Mm -hmm. If you don't have a strong sense of self, not saying that you do, but, like, it's so hurtful that someone is writing something about you who you don't even know, you I know? think the worst thing for me is someone saying something in person about something that I posted. Like, me being like, oh, God, I feel like I've gained so much weight. And then one of my friends is like, oh, yeah, I can tell in that picture. Uh, oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. I would literally worst. come for someone like that's that. That's the worst thing that's happened, I think. That's, and yeah, I'm that's like, fucking well, sweet. brutal. Thank you for noticing. That's so nice of you. I, I love that. I feel like we're lucky that, well, we don't have, like, haters on the internet yet. Um, but <laughs> we I feel, will. <laughs> I feel like I see, like, anytime, like, like I said, like, Ariana's tagged anything of me, I'll read through the comments. And I don't, rarely does anybody say anything about me other than who is that girl. Yeah. But um, I find it really hard. And, like, there's times when I get, like, like it boils my blood when I see people, like, say something negative about Ariana, especially because she's, like, totally. the sweetest, coolest girl ever. Yeah, totally. When people say stuff about her, her physical appearance, I want to respond to them and, like... It's so hard not to. Go, like, it's, so women, hard not it's always, like, Christian yoga mom, like... Like, yeah, no. power of Christ, and then I, like, go to their page, I want to be like, oh, you're calling, like, Ariana fat? Like, bitch, who do you think you are? Like, so I, there's some times when I see other people bully friends. I don't understand that it makes that's, me Well, that's really the only mad. time I would ever want to, like, clap back at someone yeah. is if they're talking about a friend. Like, I, no one, I'm lucky enough that no one says anything rude to me on the internet anymore because I don't think anyone cares enough to. But when someone makes a comment about a friend... It's hard not to want to be like, fuck you. But then you're giving them the attention that 100%, day. 100%, yep. That they want. Like, but that's what they're trying to get at. That's when we need to bring the bring back the term log out or, like, just unfollow. Get out of mm. here. Like, yeah. your spirit well, they're doing is it for not the reaction. doing anything good here. Yeah. yeah, and it's the reaction. But, like, what good does that bring you? Like, really? It makes you look like an asshole. It makes you look like you don't have any time for anything else besides criticizing other people. Like, go work on 100%. yourself. Well, then it also brings us to this topic of, like, these feelings of inadequacy that people feel with social media because this whole culture of following versus followers and what's going on with like this ratio and like this whole ratio thing has turned into like a status symbol it's like it's oh like, i only follow this amount of people and i have this many followers and i'm guilty of that too because i don't follow like on twitter i only follow 200 ish people and i have t almost twenty one thousand followers on twitter it's because i don't follow people and i don't want to see your stupid retweets i don't want to see what you're thinking about and i don't really care about you i don't want to see it on my timeline that's not pretentious instagram like i follow though. way more people but there are people who follow, like, 50 people and have, like, millions of followers. There's no shade to that. Like, no shade to anyone in particular. But I think that's a little 
I don't know. Pretentious. I, pretentious is the word. I was yeah, I didn't know what I was gonna say. What about someone like Beyonce who has a hundred million and doesn't follow but that, anyone? Okay, that's her right. But she's also that's not her right. <laughs> she's also not on the internet posting photos and like doing like fit tea ads to like mm-hmm. exploit her following. And that's yeah. another thing that I was just thinking about too is this whole culture of like advertising on Instagram that really bothered me was when Kylie Jenner posted a a picture of her with her like hair growing gummies. Mm. It's like, girl, you're not using those hair growing gummies. They probably don't work. You're scamming your followers who probably don't like have the money that you do. And And you have thousand dollar weaves and and a dermatologist in Beverly Hills who like fucks your shit up, you know, like that's, it's, it's not realistic. 100%. Yeah. It started, Instagram started being this thing like, oh yeah, I'm going to share like where I'm at and what I'm doing with my friends. And like, I looked through some of my beginning Instagram photos and actually my first two pages of Instagram photos that I posted, I'm not in any of them. It's like, it's like me at the fair with my friends, but I posted like the like chairs that like, you know, those like sky chairs. It was like artsy. And, like, it was Stuff artsy. like that. And now it's all about, and you posted stuff like, this is what I'm doing without caring about the reaction you were going to get, the number of likes, the comments, yeah, the exposure. Like- you weren't, you weren't ca- caring about. It was like about, a personal photo. Yeah. Book. It was yeah. just like, yeah, these are my photos instead yeah. of thinking about how many likes, new followers. But then again, it was all about the photo edits. It was like, oh, these cool it was filters. Yeah. yeah. You didn't that, even have to go like out of a different app and everyone used the ugly filters and everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had kept my old photos because I wanted to see the growth on my page but like when I first got into college and I was dating someone who was like better at the internet than me like one of my first boyfriends I felt inadequate and I felt that I need to like change my vibe of my profile and delete pictures that got 30 likes and what I was doing back in the day which I wish I hadn't but you know it's a growing thing it's also like yeah like cleaning your room and like you know oh I've had this teddy bear on my bed since I was 10 years old do I still need it not really do I want my friends to come over and see it is it a good representation of who I am yeah did you guys have AIM? AOL yeah, of course. Messenger? Okay. I, I, oh I my god. There yet. I got oh into a god. fight. Oh my god, Genevieve's too young. Wait, no, what? My parents kept me off the internet for as long as possible. I finally got uh, an, a MySpace in like eighth grade, the summer before like going into eighth grade, which was you know fun. When I think of like high school social media for me, it's all MySpace <clears throat> and AIM. I remember AIM in eighth grade, and I got to a huge fight with this guy for whatever reason. I don't know what it was, but I literally printed the whole conversation <laughs> out. <laughs> And brought it to school and literally passed it out to be able to see. I was like, want to see what happened on AIM last night? That's when you used to be able to copy and paste the whole thing into a Word document. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember I had a babysitter who was with me at this time. Like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I had a fucking babysitter who was like this hot college girl. (sighs) And she kept telling me to get off the internet. And I was like, look, bitch, like, I'm fighting (laughs) with this guy who's in my class. Like, I need to, like, finish this battle. (laughs) And my mom got home and she, like, fucking screamed at me. But, like, yeah, anyways, that was was it worth it, though? Young enough to need a babysitter not young enough to not See, be clapping back on AIM <laughs> like what like maybe my mom should have been worried about like why I had internet access to that no but I was in seventh grade I, I don't know that story my, is okay, true I, I don't know what the fuck's going on I can't give on. you shit because my first AIM screen name when I was like 12 this is so fucking embarrassing and I can't believe I'm just willingly telling you this <laughs> was melt in your mouth five okay M-E-L-T the letter N U R no. mouth Number five. That is disgusting. It's. I was like twelve. I'm like, mom, why did you? I don't think she actually. Yeah. Knew that I had no, mine that was five. mine was a dirty Harry one two two six because it was a gorilla song, but oh, also yeah. a Clint Eastwood movie, and that was just my screen name. And everyone was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "I, you know, I thought it was cool." Mine was technically not that it makes it better that I was melting your mouth five, but it, you know, <laughs> in that it was like the year that um, Candy Shop by Fifty Cent was really big, so it was like, "Girl, I'm melting one? your mouth and not in your hand." God, that is so. I thought I was being like cute and kind of sexy. I didn't realize I was actually.
actually like Full talking about a I like job. it. <laughs> I like that. Melt in your mouth. It kind of just makes me think you're sweet. No, I'm thinking whore. Yeah, it's but definitely like, whore. No shame, but like. There's... I'm looking at her in the face as she's telling me, Melt in your mouth five. I'm like, it's cute. I yeah, love candy. it. Candy. M&M. I not remember like um, <laughs> the whole era of like the commenting on Kylie and Kendall's profile <sighs> pictures, like, uh, like back, liking for liking. And I got caught up doing that a few times. There was this guy in my class who had a ton of followers, and no one really knew how he had them, but I had the biggest crush on him, so it was, like, a comp- competition with my friend Alexis and I to, like, expose him for what he was doing or how he had followers, and we, I don't know if he was doing the like, like back thing, but I started doing because it was so addicting, so Explain I was Explain what you from. did with this, because I feel like this is the beginning of the end of the internet, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. This is when it started, like, getting to people's heads. You go to her profile and write like back? I don't know if people still do this, but it you can like go... It was like for like, or follow for follow, or row for And you row. would go and comment that, and then you would hope that people would like your most recent And you'd photos. go into pe- random people's and like all of theirs, so you, it's oh. like a communal thing. So it's like a uh, scratch your back, you scratch mine. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It was like a Thing with it's random a beautiful people thing, really. <coughs> I mean, T. Until you're getting called out by random bitches in your class, and I was just like, "Who? What? Who the fuck are you to oh, call me out?" You know what? I, I don't know. But now look, that. bitch. I have a podcast, and you're still losers. So. <laughs> God, I'm, I want to at you so bad, but I won't. Um, Man, I'll, so I guess I can't wait that was like the beginning of the end. Now, what do you think social media is like? Like, well, I want to talk about this here? whole thing about having an internet or being an internet personality. And also having a personality that you put on the internet. I have a personality that I put on the internet willingly. I'm the same way in person. I'm an open book. Front and back. I'm more crazy on the internet sometimes, like when I'm partying in manic. Like, I think people... I, I don't know. I was just going to say I think fair, you're more psycho in real life. But I mean... It's, it's pretty equal. I don't know. Like... I feel like you're psycho in real life and you capture that in your yeah. story. The, the worst moment. I feel like people are intimidated kind of or expecting a lot from me when they hang out with me because all my pictures and posts when I'm out are so crazy. When in like reality, I can sit down and be normal and I do have normal moments and I'm not oh, 24 totally. seven mania. But what I was getting at is that like, I've like, met are people- are you normal? When is there not mania? Bitch, I'm trying up. to think. I'm like, I don't know, I'm with you a lot and there's a lot of mania going on. Like <laughs> My point is I've met people that I've known on the internet who have this personality who don't speak in person and it's just not the same person and it's this whole idea that you can beat whoever you want on the internet and people take full advantage. And now we've gone from like acting like a different person, like with your personality to like these apps, like Facetune, mm. Photoshop. It, it's, it's insane. It's like, I literally can see people that I know in real life and I see day to day. I'm like, you do not look like that picture. You know that you don't and you're still advertising yourself as this person. What are you trying to get out of that? There's nothing worse than meeting somebody in real life and having someone be like, oh, yeah, they're like a famous influencer. And you look at them and you're like, what? Who like, are, what are you influencing anyone well, Also, to I'm do? like, they're like, not to be mean, but I'm like, they're not attractive. They have a ton, like, it's from like girls who are like caked on makeup and mm-hmm. stuff and like maybe could look good with the right lighting, filters, and Photoshop, but. And they've taken full advantage of that, clearly. Yeah. And it's, ooh, I don't know. It's bizarre and I think it's, it's insecurity. But it's also when you get sucked into the wormhole, how do you get out? Mm-hmm. How how do you how do you go from being really pretty to like your normal self again? Yeah, I mean, you delete your Instagram. This is why I do not Facetune any of my shit because I don't want that, someone sister. to meet me in real life and be like, oh my yeah. god, you look like shit compared to your Instagram. For sure. I mean, I Facetune for sh- everyone. Facetunes. I'm sorry. I don't. I, don't I mean, either. Everyone at this table besides Janet and Genevieve. <laughs> <laughs> what ghosts are here? That I Instagram? I don't. The only things that I Facetune is like if I have a little bit of a greasy forehead or or 
uh, a blemish on my face that's really... Or, like, really, your red eyes. That's a good Yeah, thing it's just... It's, I'm not changing... Really red eyes. Yeah, like, I'm not changing my nose or changing my jawline or stuff like that. Like, a You're blemish... You're pinching in your... Like, you can do anything on face, dude. You can pinch in your waist, make your, your muscles teeth. bigger. Yeah. Smooth over your entire... Compl- you can always tell because it's the people who have, like, this smoothed over complexion that where they have a little bit of blush still and their eyes For are sure. really white. Like, the white of their eyes are really white and their teeth are always well, really white. Well, some people aren't good at it. Like, I, like you, you can use Facetune, like, to give yourself a little bit of a judge but like there's a difference no between a full, a full makeover <laughs> like you know what I mean or even like That's when I'm I don't I'm not gonna facetune a picture of me after I posted videos of me from this night with like something on my face I'm like oh no I've gotta go but yeah. if I'm in a picture with everyone who has clear skin like that's an insecurity. It's so like you, you don't do like a light one. retouch you're not fully editing and not even in all pictures like it's just it's just time. ones where you're like, oh, f- the, my forehead looks like really nasty. Yeah, right like here. I don't want to, if, if, if the only thing that's bothering me about a picture is some grease on my forehead and I want to patch it, I don't feel guilty about that because I also have so many posts. And people know what I look like. I post my face on my story 24-7. No one's going to see me in person and be surprised. You I know? So I don't feel guilty about that. I think, but like I said, like that's obviously like a slight insecurity, but... Instagram allows you to become a different person and they kind of exploit your insecurities and everyone else's insecurities and no one wants to be the ugly duckling in a group photo. Like, that type of shit. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't mind. It's usually me. No way. Oh my god, challenge. (laughs) (laughs) I need to say yeah. I'm like... I don't even know. I just said yeah without I was like, thinking. Um, you're like, yeah, you are. Like, yeah, you're usually the no, freaking fun, freaky girl. No, it's fun, though. I mean, it's fun to be crazy and dumb and not care, though. I Well, what's weird is, is this whole Finsta thing, like, and mm-hmm. these personal accounts. It's like, if you're a nobody, like, why do you have a personal account? Why are you, why can't you use your own account to be your own person? Why is that not personal if enough? If you don't you know, a do? Finsta is a fake Insta account. So it's somebody um, who has you know, let's just say someone has a few thousand followers and that's the account that they post all of their good, gorgeous photos to. Their Finsta account is their fake Insta account that they just have their friends follow. It's where you post, like, all your mental breakdowns, your breakups, real stuff. Yeah. hangovers, um, periods. I'm it's basically like, like how Instagram used to be before everyone yeah. started taking it so seriously. I can see, like, it's fun to have, like, a little diary like that and I can respect that for pe- people as well. And, like, if you don't feel comfortable, like, posting on your main accounts, like, I do, like, I guess that like it takes a lot of vulnerability to be like that type of person I think that's why organically I've gained my following is because everyone knows that I'm being honest and real but like it's I also do it for attention too it's like I get a high off of it it's also sometimes people make fences because they don't want their parents to know about their drug usage and yeah I mean like younger people are like oh I smoke weed and stuff but like how are you gonna it's maintaining an image, and I think Snapchat that, that I think that also there are parents, people who are too young to be on Instagram and the internet. Like I have <clears throat> like stands, or or uh, not my stands, but on stand Twitter who are like fourteen years old, like talking like wreck my whole blah 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 blah. It's like <laughs> I wonder you, where they learned that, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. but, but you know, like <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> But I just think it's, like, odd that people are that young and they're growing up so fast because you're on the internet, you're seeing everything in 100%. real time. There's no filter on Twitter, like, you're 15, you're not, you're, a, you're mean, we not going to see an I asshole. I was 15 their parents on Twitter, should be, like, point. monitoring their stuff. I mean, yeah. until someone is, like, really, like, I'm thinking after about 16. when I was 15, like, only a few years ago. <laughs> and, like, um, I wasn't right. that 
Rub like, it in. You know, reckless on the internet. I was smart about it, and I like I don't know. There's a lot of things on the internet, but like yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's, it's you weren't like registering melt in your mouth five as your no, it's sure. pretty normal. You're googling like butt or murder on Google. I was like, like my sister listening did. to John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Boys love kissing. It. That was a classic. Oh, love that. that. It's no, I just googled that when I was young and like didn't know what like a penis was. I mean, <laughs> you can look down. And I didn't like, know oh. that. You, I didn't know a guy would put his mouth on another penis. Like I didn't know what being gay meant. It's the judge of that. Like, <laughs> Anyways, that was my point. Podcasters, <laughs> <laughs> you got a dick in your mouth yet? But it's sad that Instagram has become a place where people can't be like their true selves. They have to create this finsta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead of that, like now, like there is too much for pressure. And if you do, like, okay, let's just say you've been face tuning your photos and posting and trying to be like an Instagram influencer or model. After a certain amount of time, if you're not gaining followers organically, a lot of those people will then buy followers and likes and stuff like that. This is where shit gets fucked up right here. This is where shit gets fucked up. And then it's like you enter this like horrible black hole. If you've entered it, you have to keep up with it. And just like this, it's like telling a lie. It literally is telling a a lie. lie. It's It's like when you tell a lie and then you have to tell a bunch of other lies to hide it. If you buy a bunch of followers, then you have to buy a bunch of likes, a bunch of other, you know, stuff yeah, to make it look good. Let's go a quick scenario. Let's just say that we, you know, have an Instagram we want to promote, and then we buy followers for it. Okay, what happens when we post a picture and we get zero likes? Oh, fuck, we have to go buy likes, and mm-hmm. then we buy likes, and then no one's commenting. Oh, fuck. You have to what? buy comments. You have because to buy then, comments and And then and people likes. will turn off their commenting if you can't afford the likes. It's, mm-hmm. it's a vicious cycle, and it's very sad, and I have... A difficult time talking about this because this is all rooted in people's insecurities mm-hmm. and it's not fun to talk about people's insecurities but it's also making other people insecure so it's this whole cast 22 situation where it's mm-hmm. like this person seems really cool they have a ton of followers a ton of likes a ton of comments but that's not real and you're comparing yourself to someone who is not real mm-hmm. you know if people are facing over facing like you're comparing yourself to that and that is not attainable for anybody and this is an issue that has been around since media was created, since print publications were created, everyone wants to look like someone else. Everyone wants to compare themselves to someone else, you know? And, and it's difficult. But this whole, like, L.A. culture, like, this influencer culture, like, what is an influencer? What do you, what, what is an influencer? What does that mean? I would say now the definition is really someone with over 10,000 followers. I would say is what people consider themselves. And who is getting paid to, like, post advertisements yeah. and pretend that they're using stuff in hopes of creating content and not having a real job. I mean, I think I think the thing about social media is that it's so tempting to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm one post away of like blowing up and that will open the doors. And I think social media is a beautiful thing for that reason. You can put make one post and all of a sudden you're like, boom. Mm-hmm. True. A lot of people go like on Ellen and shit and then come back like stars. What's his name? Yeah. Little Gordon Ramsay? Mason Ramsay. I mean, <laughs> Gordon, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay got his big break as a kid on Ellen. <laughs> on Ellen. Yeah, look up the fact. Fact check that one, but... Anyways, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Then he like performed at Coachella. But you can be Just who kidding. you can be a red carpet celebrity because you buy and trick people. You can into get on thinking. the list because of it. Yeah, I mean, for you sure. You can buy. So basically, we looked this up um, earlier today, like how much it costs, and I think what did we say? It was like ten thousand followers were like two hundred and fifty dollars. I think it's something like pretty affordable for Online. someone who really is taking it seriously. I thought that was fucking expensive. Think about that. Really? If someone buys, if somebody wants a hundred thousand, which is like a good solid number to have. That's like almost a thousand dollars that you're spent is it more or less i'm so bad at math no, like, it, that's like a thousand dollars no it's two but think about it two thousand the genevieve here with the fucking like, math whatever two thousand five hundred dollars that and then to also once you do that then you have to either pay for all the likes on your photos because mm-hmm. if you have a hundred thousand followers and you don't have you know at least 
you should have about 10%, so 10,000 likes on that photo. If you don't, then you have to pay constantly for auto likes or likes on that oh, photo. And you're stuck. What is this automation to Instagram? Because I just learned about this earlier when we were researching. This is some. This was like in the early stages of like faking it. It's you sign up for the system that logs into your account, and it will go and do the dirty work for you. It'll go do the like back, like back, follow pages, unfollow pages. So this, I mean, I don't see really. I've never used a service like that, but that is, it's not as harmful to me as like someone. Buying like, it as a chunk and being yeah. like these this is fake these comments are fake whereas like that just does the dirty work It'll go fall unfall which but people still do they have that but then they also now on one of the pages that we were on yesterday They have a thing where you can say like for my next you can either do like my next month of posting or my next Seven Instagram posts. I want X around X amount of likes on each one. Yeah So people with a lot of fake followers who are doing the automatic thing you can tell because a lot of their followers will or a lot of their posts will have the uh, around the exact same number of likes yeah and this is my thing too like how if you're going to be smart enough to do this you think you're so smart like you're not going to cover your tracks like it's so easy to tell if something is not real because you can go to their page go to their followers scroll down and take a sample of 10 of their followers mm -hmm. sometimes they look legit sometimes it's like a page without a profile picture no bio and it's like how would that person log in and like your picture five seconds after posting it it's not real yeah. but you also need to think about what people with these fake followers are getting. Like, mm -hmm. it's kind of worth it. It was worth it until people are starting to, like, get their covers yeah. blown. You get on the carpet, you get famous friends, you get brand deals, you get to live a party lifestyle, then not really be anybody, and you have this, like, inflated sense of self, because if you keep telling yourself a lie, you're going to believe it right. at some point. But eventually it catches up with you. You can yeah. always tell because people, if somebody has 100,000 followers, if you're friends with them and go out with them, they should be recognized at some point. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if they're not, like, that's a problem. They're but, not real. If somebody has a shit ton of followers and you can't figure out why, it's probably because they're paid for. For sure. For sure. And also, if you're going out with people and they're tagging you in their shit and you're not gaining any traffic to your page, it's like because no one's going to their mm -hmm. page. You can always tell, you know what, point blank, I want to go up to some people and be like, okay, if you have all of these real followers, like, give me your phone and show me how many people feed your story. Mm -hmm. How many people feed your story? That's a giveaway. People will never like. No, and that. and you and you can also tell if people don't post videos on their profile because you have to buy views for your video. And views are the hardest. You can buy followers and likes much easier than you can views. Yeah. So if people are trying to post a video, a lot of times they'll post it in a slideshow with other pictures and stuff because then it does a like count and no view count, which is much easier to pay for. Yeah, we've cracked this code, and if if we've cracked this code, like. Brand, brands are going to start figuring it out too because mm -hmm. you have all these impression tools. It's fully accessible to yourself. You just have to sign up as a business account. You can see your impressions. You can see what's going on. Like I can even see on my, on my own profile like how many views I've gotten and... You know, it's, it's really interesting to look at. And, and now brands are like, okay, so show me, like, what's really going yeah, on Yeah, show here. us after we had you pay for an, or after we paid you for an ad, how many impressions did it get? And if you'd have a really low impression rate and your followers are really high, that's a huge red flag. So, I mean, like, I don't, I don't see this, I don't see an end to this, like, Instagram culture coming to, uh, to an end anytime I think it just soon. takes, like, a new um, app to come along. That'll take its but place. People, people will find ways to scam, but I'm. I think yeah. it's really damaging to our culture. It's, it's really difficult to, even have friends who are like have more followers than you. Sometimes I mean, it's. I feel inadequate sometimes when I'm hanging out with some of our friends, and I'm like, should I really be at this party? Like I only have seven thousand followers, and like what 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 do I have to offer anyone mm -hmm. besides my friendship? 
I don't, I can't shut you out. I can't. It's almost a relief though, because now people don't have something to gain or use us for. And I see a lot of times with people with a ton of followers, even if they are real followers, people use them. They want to be in their stories. They want to, you know, get it's as sad. much, they want to get as much from that person as they can. So yeah. Um, I think it's hard. It's nice that people don't want to use us, but it's also hard to navigate around people who do have a bunch of followers to make them realize we're not using them either. It, that is a weird line to draw to you because I mean, we're always on social media. I'm mm -hmm. on my phone 24 seven. I'm always posting. I'm always doing whatever. So yeah, I would never want to make someone feel like, oh, I'm hanging out with you because I'm trying to get clout mm -hmm. or I'm trying to be in your presence because you're somebody. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, it's hard to tell. You can't tell. I mean, I even feel that from some of my friends sometimes too. It's like, Oh, like, will you post this? Will you blah, blah, blah? And it's like, if you... I don't know. I just feel like you want to hang out with me because you're trying to get something out of me. Yeah, for some 100%. Ways. And if you don't know your friends and you don't know, like, really their motives or, like, them as people, like, it can be difficult. And Instagram now is cracking down. I think just today and yesterday they started deleting a bunch of the fake yeah, accounts. Yeah, they totally did. So a lot of those accounts, if somebody... If you go to someone's... Okay, let's just say you think someone has fake followers. As soon as they post something, especially if it's, like, within the first 30 seconds, if you can go and click on who's liked that, especially if it's, like... 300 likes in 30 seconds. Nobody gets that unless you're actually famous with a million followers. But go to their people who have liked it and then all of their profile stuff will normally be all fake selfies or one picture that's been posted and the person follows like 4,000 people and has very few followers or half as many followers. Yeah. Um, but Instagram just started going through and deleting a lot of those accounts that are either inactive or just <clears throat> doing the fake liking. So a lot of people just now who had purchased fake followers just lost thousands and dropped out as the fake accounts were deleted. And like, what is that going to look like when it when they really cracked so down? You know what this really makes me think about is that world record waking egg. The world the world waking waking egg? <laughs> yeah, like how many of the followers did it lose? Oh, I wonder. I mean, I'm sure it still broke the record. Yeah. I mean, it probably still did, but like still I'm curious. I but you can also like, it, it's hard because even celebrities like Katy Perry has been like mm -hmm. talked about for having a ton of fake followers. And Gaga but, like, too. Yeah, but you, I mean, she's not buying her followers. They're yeah. superstars. It's like her stands like, oh, I have an extra $25. I'm going to stand so hard that I'm going to promote and buy followers for someone. Oh, like what? that's Yeah, for sure. Oh, shitty, weird. For sure. I've never even thought about Katie that. Katy Perry's not on the internet buying followers for herself, you know? Yeah, but and so that's what I mean. If it's somebody that you actually know and have heard of, it makes sense that they have followers. It's the weird people that you meet in life that you're like, who How? are you? <laughs> and nobody ever recognizes. They're not on a show or, you know, they don't do anything. You're not putting content out yeah. or something. It's just, it's it's not It's like out. you can't, you don't get famous for, most of the time, you don't get famous for absolutely no reason. Yeah, and you're also ruining your, you're damaging your own self-esteem. You obviously, like, your lifestyle is so, like, convoluted you don't even know who you are anymore and you're also damaging other people and it's like just be yourself like having a few thousand followers or a few hundred or ten whatever like that's you just mm -hmm. own it be yourself well this dream of like being an influencer it's like what are you trying to be an influencer for for your own personal gain to get a paycheck to advertise or do you want to be an Helping influencer people. yeah because you yeah. want a platform to be like hey i'm creating content because i want people to feel better about themselves yeah. i want you to come to my page and i want you to laugh like i that's what i wish for my social media presence and this podcast like I want people to tune in and be like this is funny this is fun I feel better about myself listening to this I don't feel like I have to go starve myself and look different yeah, because we're not I here to shame you yeah because we're losers we too. want you to get fat and be whores yeah just like <laughs> us yeah please join the club join the club definitely space yeah well have we have we covered everything that we wanted to today 
I think so. I mean... I mean, our main point today was just to say to watch out for fakeness and don't bring yourself down because of other people setting, uh, you know, clouded standards. Because they're not real. None of this is real. It used to, It started out really fun and cute, and now it's, like, kind of cutthroat, and it's, like... It's an addiction. Like, our, we're just addicted to, like, media that like, we can get at our fingertips from people who, like, aren't even real. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, you just want to feel good scrolling through any of your accounts. So, just unfollow things and people that don't make you happy. And then follow mm-hmm. more, like, dog accounts. Or and, just like, make an effort to accounts. be a better person on the internet. Make an effort to be nice to people. Make yeah. an effort to be real. You don't need to go share your whole life story like I do. But you can, like, go out there and be supportive of people and like not being a fucking asshole you know and post your highlight reel but also post some of your behind the scenes stuff that's more real and more authentically you and honest we just want honesty here i think honesty is the answer to like carrying this whole epidemic i think it truly is an (laughs) epidemic epidemic. it's only getting worse for younger kids kids are killing themselves over social media and bullying and stuff like that spread love not hate on that note, um, next week we're going to do a truth or do- truth or dare. <laughs> what is wrong with us today? We're all talking like truth freaks. or dare with John. So if you DM us any questions that you think he might not ask, make them creative because you know it takes a lot to get him to say no to something. <laughs> so please make the questions really fucking creative. <laughs> Things you don't think he'll answer, like stuff about his hole and stuff, is great. Oh, I love that. And then um, also send us dares. It can be anything. We've had some really fucking funny stuff come in so far. So please send us like creative wild stuff that you think john won't do someone said hey, you should give up matcha for a week that's like, there's no fucking way i would rather <laughs> literally tell my deepest darkest secrets which i would have all right to go think. ahead that's our yes. first dare this i can't even teaser. <laughs> teaser so there's no way i'm giving up matcha for a day sorry dm us dares truths for john and um that's gonna be our next episode we're gonna put it up and answer and do all of your stuff yeah we're gonna make i want to make a video and have like a full experience like start bringing this to the next level um please share this uh we're doing this for you guys and for ourselves obviously we enjoy doing it um it's nice to see some validation through people listening to this podcast we love the feedback we've been getting so far and i think that we're getting better you know i i'm enjoying the schedule that we're on and thank you for coming on for the ride yeah thanks for being here through our evolution of podcasting and don't forget to follow us if you haven't already on instagram at pretty and bored podcast and I forget what our Twitter is, but we'll put Pretty it... Pretty B Podcast. We need to be more active on Twitter, but I've been basically posting all of the updates on my own personal Twitter, which most of you probably already know. Is Lusted after. after. All right, guys. Well, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.